Stream the show on demand at KetchikanRadio.com. Hello, 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 and welcome to the First City Forum, brought to you by Providence Properties in Southeast Alaska Orthopedics. I am your host, the one and only Joe Williams, and welcome to Queer Talk Wednesday. I have my good friend and colleague, J.D. Martin, in the studio. How's it going, J.D.? Good. How are you doing today? I am doing really well. The sunshine just really gives me the biggest boost. I'm excited to have just like a really easy, like low-pressure conversation today, just about life and the holidays and sun and fun. How are you enjoying Ketchikan's ice ice winter wonderland right now? Well, I mean, I'm glad with you like that the sun is is out and melting all that ice because actually a little <laughs> bit over a week ago I slipped and fell and sprained my knee real good and I got to go to urgent care oh, um, no. over at Power of Wellness. They were amazing. Um had to get an x-ray and the whole deal, but I'm fine. I'm I have recovered. Um, didn't break anything, but yeah, I think we're all struggling a little bit with the ice. Well, JD, I hate that for you. When I first moved to Ketchikan, it was February of 2017, oh and I goodness. guess it was like the, the snowiest year that Ketchikan had had for a while at that point. So I just referred to Ketchikan as my as my snow globe uh, uh, dreamscape. It's yes. like everywhere there was snow, the mountains were covered in snow, there was ice everywhere, the, the, uh, the lakes and things were frozen. It was so nice. And I don't mind the ice, but I will say that I walk everywhere. So recently, I dropped by Tonga's and I got myself a brand new pair of ice cleats. That's a great idea. They're really good. And they were only like $25. So uh, so right now, the Chamber of Commerce is doing Merry Merchants and Munch, where you get this little card. Like, there are a bunch of shops in town that have them. I don't know. There's Tongas. There's Ketchikan Dry Goods. The New York Cafe is a part of it. Bar Harbor. All the different spots. And, uh, and they have these little punch cards. And the way you do it, all you have to do is spend money. And the business Which will give... I'm doing anyways. There we go. <laughs> You're doing it anyways. So the businesses will give you these punch cards. And then for every $10 you spend, they punch the card. I'll tell you, last weekend, I punched about four of those cards. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because I had to get myself a new pair of Salamans. And, you know, a, a roughly every year and a half or so, I buy myself a pair of new shoes. I probably should get them more frequently because yeah. I walk everywhere. I run a lot. And and so every now and again, I'll, I'll gift myself a pair of new shoes. So I've got these really sick new Salamans, and I got my new Ice Spikes, which I've lived here for almost five years without ever owning a pair of Ice Spikes. I I don't know how I've done it because they make everything so much better. That's and, and, and a, the, apparently and the what I need to invest in so that I don't fall down again. I'm That's telling great you, great advice. The ice spikes are are a game changer. I've been stable on the ice. I went for a, a run last night where on I was where ice? I kept a nice jaunt on the ice. Oh nothing, nothing was slowed up. My, my pace was good. Uh, so, I, so it's it's the holiday. Yeah. Christmas is next weekend. I can't believe it. Every year, it it just comes so fast. I mean, since I've been an adult, when you're a kid, like, it takes forever for Christmas to come. But as an adult, I'm always like, oh, like, Christmas is coming up. I just put my gifts in the mail, I think, on Monday. Like, yes. I, it's so hard to like, keep up. Christmas is coming up. I, I feel like as an as an adult, I feel like there's an extra bit of pressure there, right? Yes. It's like there's an extra bit of bit of pressure like who do I buy gifts for what gifts do I give these people I still yeah. haven't bought my parents their their gifts yet I th I find buying 
gifts your parents is like the hardest part because I'm it's like the hardest part. They don't need anything. They don't need anything. They own a home probably. And you know, what are you what are you gonna get them? Like it's it's so hard. And then you have to get them something because they're gonna give you a better gift. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, so I am I am currently brainstorming like what gifts do I give my father? Because my dad has is a really great gift giver because he gives the is best he? gift of all, money. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> my my favorite part of Christmas was always just uh, uh, being around the Christmas tree at my dad's house, and and we're opening the uh, the, the the socks and the new pajamas and the new slippers yeah. and this and this and that, and then we would get that nice fat gift card yes. or that nice fat wad of cash, and then the next day we'd go to Walmart or Target or the mall and spend that that cash on on the things. We we really wanted. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> what was your favorite Christmas gift growing up? Did you have like a certain gift oh, that you man. would get all the time that it was your, you looked forward to every year getting this one thing? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm probably with you. It's always nice to like, especially from like aunts and uncles who give you the gift card or, or some some cash. Um, actually, my, my mother would always give us a calendar every year oh. um, and... This past year, I, I adopted a dog. He's a little mutt named Kostia. My mom, she started getting calendars made with pictures of my dog. Because growing up, she oh. would always give us... She I love basset hounds. My, my dog, he's just a mutt. He's not a basset hound. But she would always give me a calendar with pictures of basset hounds in it. Um, but now that I have my own dog, she's like giving me these calendars that she's having made with pictures of, of my dog. His name's Kostia, um, which it gets hung in my Shout office. out to Kostia. Yeah, Kostia. <laughs> Um, so that's that's definitely um, I think a, a fun tradition that that has evolved. Um, how about you? Did was there something you guys got every year? Well, I want to remark on that. I really love the whole calendar, the the, the personalized calendar. Personalized gifts have become yeah. more and more important to me. You know, because I can buy whatever I want, but you, yeah, you know what I mean. But it, but it's like having something that someone put some thought into yes. and just personalized just for you is really nice. Now I'm thinking I have even more pressure for the gift I'm gonna get my dad. Uh, I know no. it's so hard. I'm actually I'm going to because again, like my father, he doesn't. He doesn't need anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year he was like, just donate to the Humane Society for me. And I'm like, I, I can do that. that. But I also want to do something personal for him. And so I'm actually, I'm going to embroider him something. Um, he likes ships. So I'm going to embroider him a picture of a boat. Um, there's no guarantee it'll be great. But uh, it's just something doesn't cost very much. Oh, you know what? Try. That just gave me a really good idea. So my uh, my father's mother, my grandmother, she passed away on Christmas Eve uh, two years ago of cancer. Mm-hmm. So, and and it's, it's, it's something that's really been affecting him. So I think I might do a charitable donation in her name. That's a great idea. Uh, to the American Cancer Society. That's a really good idea. I think that would be a really nice gift. Thank you, JD, so for, so for helping me work that out. But to answer your question, my favorite gift, like just something I looked forward to every year. When I was a, a kid, I was a big time handheld gamer. Yeah. I had all the handheld games uh, from from Game Boy Color. I'm showing my, my age here. But from, uh, did you have the Game Boy before Game Boy I Color? I had the Game Boy before the Game Boy Color. I had the Game Boy Color. I had the Game Boy Advance. Uh, and then I moved on to the PSP. And then we, we, we went through all of the things. So I would get a new game system every year uh, with with brand new games and, and, and all the all the things. So that was my thing. Like new games 
every year. That was my favorite holiday gift, and I I loved it. I, I've been talking to people here in Ketchikan, and they were saying that when Game Boy Colors came out, they were like hundreds of dollars here. Are you, I, are you from here? I am not, um, but I can... I mean, I can believe that. I was surprised. I remember distinctly because we had to buy our own Game Boy Colors that they were like 80 bucks. But that may have been a few years down the down the line, yeah. though. Because I will admit, I would break my Game Boy Colors and I would have to get new ones oh. every year. I, I think I still have a Game Boy Color kicking around in a drawer somewhere that was like a <laughs> hand-me-down from my brother because I never really got into gaming. And now I kind of like wish that I had because it's such a big part of our culture and I just like and missed it, the whole phenomenon somehow. And it might be worth some money nowadays. I didn't even think about that. I a, should look. Like a, an old Nintendo is worth like two or three hundred bucks. Still, maybe even more like those games, or there's still like sixty bucks for a Nintendo game. Some t- some go for like eighty or ninety or hundred wow. bucks. I had no idea. Collectors, people, people feel nostalgic. Like uh, those yeah. old things that no one really has anymore, that you don't make anymore. They don't make new games for. They feel nostalgic for those uh, for those old times. And I never, I remember growing up, and I would hear stories about someone selling a baseball card for two thousand dollars or, yeah. or things like that. I never understood why, but then I realized that people feel nostalgia yes. and they and they want to be taken back to those simpler times and in their own lives or those happy moments and uh, and feel young again. Yes. See, I've never wanted to feel young again. I've always so growing up. I spent a lot of time with my great grandmother and her retirement community, and so I was always around really old, around older people, yeah. around my elders, and I've always just admired that. I've always loved the idea of growing old and, and having stories and yes. and that whole thing. So I uh, I've always looked forward to it, but I find that people really want to, to feel that 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 sense of youth. But I but of course I'm saying that uh, from a standpoint of youth. So I'm sure about, <laughs> I'm sure at 90 I'll be uh, looking forward. To, uh, to being taken back to those times. Um, do you have any holiday plans? Do you stay in Ketchikan for the holidays? or? Um, well, for the most part, I will be here. I'm actually going this weekend down to Washington to visit my girlfriend. She's going to be performing in the Nutcracker in, oh, in, in her town. But then I'll be back on Monday. So I'll, I'll be here through the holidays because it's just such a hassle to travel around Christmas and stuff. So, it's so hard. Um, and I have a really good group of friends here. And I, you know, I, I kind of, I, I mean, I love celebrating holidays with my family, but I think also the, those like friend holidays are really fun too, where you're like, oh, these are the people that I've chosen to spend my time with and everybody brings something and it's just so much fun. That's the beauty of Catch a Can is that you do find this community and you end up being tight knit and spending yes. the holidays together because so many of us aren't from here we, and we're from pretty far places yeah. usually. So we get together during the holidays uh, and it's just a fun time. I love going to Jen Tucker's Christmas dinner party Every uh, oh. every year, Christmas Eve, Jen Tucker throws this fabulous dinner party where she cooks everything. You just come in and you bring yourself and any friend that may not have anywhere to go for the holidays. Maybe they're new to town or what have you. You come on over. She That's has amazing. mousse. She has all kinds of things. And all the holiday fair, all the drinks are family. So fabulous and so kind. Um, but yeah, uh, to kind of piggyback on, on your uh, sentiment there, traveling during the holidays is really hard, especially if you you're from a faraway place. Like I'm from Detroit originally. Wow. And and going back home during the holidays is 
it's not impossible, but it's expensive. No yes. matter how early you buy the tickets, they're usually about $2,000 oh uh, for just a regular seat. And it's just like, you know, I can go home before or after the holidays for, for, the, for more than ha- half that price. <laughs> and the worst part is when you have to overnight in Seattle. Um, uh, I'm from Albuquerque and they, they always like there is a direct Seattle Albuquerque flight, but they always move it around. And then I end up overnighting in Seattle. It's just a whole thing. And it's like to a 30 like, hour travel yeah, day. And it's, it's like, just uh, it's, it's too much. So I'm like, I don't know, mom, I'll see you after Christmas. Have a happy holiday. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so one of my favorite, what's your, what's your favorite holiday memory? On the spot, just think about it right now. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, um, well, I'm I'm actually originally a military brat, um, a Coast Guard, mm-hmm. and so we moved around a lot when I was little. And my mom just had this idea that she wanted us to have like our own family traditions because we weren't, you know, connected with like larger extended family. Like sometimes when I'm having conversations with people and they're like, "Oh, my aunts and my uncles and my cousins and stuff came over," and I'm like, "I didn't grow up with any of that." Mm-hmm. Um, so instead, my mom she would have us watch "It's a Wonderful Life" every Christmas Eve, and it's a tradition that I've kept um, and I just I it still speaks to me a lot like uh, George Bailey's story like I think it still makes me cry I've probably seen this movie dozens of times um, and that's just one of my favorite holiday traditions I love that a, a holiday tra- tra- a holiday tradition I would have uh, we would go with my dad to my grandmother's house every year and we would always watch Clash of the Titans like oh, the wow. the original one with the claymation and I've never seen that. It's it's a classic. I mean, there it's it's obviously not uh not an updated film, but uh, okay. it's it's fun. It's a cult classic, and it has so many cool things. But one of my favorite holiday memories. Uh, so for my, I believe it was my 18th, no, it must have been my 20th or 21st birthday. My brother Christopher, who is a phenomenal actor, uh, he uh he travels around the world in theater companies, and uh, and he's been on TV and and cool things like that. He. Uh, uh, gifted me a uh, he he gifted me a seat to and the um and the Detroit production of Wicked. There's there's wow. a there's a touring uh, theater company that comes through the city every Christmas back home and they would do Wicked. And I loved just for the first time being able to see that musical live oh, and just so cool. seeing that and just being in that space with him and I literally cried. I believe it. And I'm not a very emotional person. I'm, I don't usually cry, but I cried. It was, and it's one of my favorite holiday memories, just being there with me and my brother and us taking in that moment together at the Fox Theater back home. And it was just really, really phenomenal. Um, okay, last holiday question. Okay. What is your favorite holiday food? Oh, oh no, that's a, that's a, that's a tough a it's question. It's hard. It's hard. Oh, I love green bean casserole. Like green bean the casserole. crunchy onions. Oh man, it's so good. Ooh, I love that. You know what my favorite holiday food is? It's a combination of a few different foods. Yeah. Okay, so it's a honey baked ham, right? Mm-hmm. Honey baked ham with the with the uh, spiral slice, the, the 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 thin spirals. So you take a slice of the honey baked ham with a nice buttery croissant, Ooh. cornbread dressing. And a little bit of cranberry sauce and maybe and, and some macaroni and cheese, yes. baked macaroni and cheese with this gooey and creamy has the has a slight crisp on the uh, crust there, and you assemble these into like a sandwich. Oh, that sounds amazing! And you amazing. take a bite, 
and it's gooey, it's cheesy, it's bready, it has the sweetness of the cranberry with the tartness of, of the cranberry, and it has all the things. So that is my favorite holiday moment, taking the bite of the croissant, uh, uh, cornbread uh, dressing, honey-baked ham with the mac and cheese. I love nothing more than that. Uh, so I've started this segment on the show called What's the Tea on Facebook? So speaking of Facebook, for those who, who haven't heard of this story, I, I tell this story every day. About a week ago, Facebook, a, a week or so ago, Facebook banned me for seven days. For what? <sighs> Because Facebook sucks. Oh, yes. So, <laughs> so there was a, a meme that read, um, if your child has been misbehaving for $100, for, for $100, I'll come to your house dressed as the Grinch and throw <laughs> your tree out of the window. I thought it was hilarious. So I, I uh, commented under that, yeah, and I'll slap your child for free. And apparently... This is obviously a joke, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to slap anyone's child. You yeah, know what I mean? But Facebook thought this was very serious, and they banned me for seven days because oh of that alone. My goodness. So I started doing doing TikToks, and, and I actually posted a TikTok earlier today just on my way into the studio. And I posed the question, like, do you ever feel excited just to be a little bit late? Like, if like you're you've you've gotten up, you've started your 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 day, but you've taken that extra ten minutes just to lay there, and now yes. you're in a rush, and you've got to get you've got to get going right now, or you're gonna miss your deadline. And now you're moving, and you're shaking, and and you make your deadline, you you make it on time, but you've had to rush, and you've had to like sort of get that adrenaline going to to make that happen. Does that excite yeah. you? Is, is that something that you just love? I find like so, sort of an excitement there. How, do you do you uh, do you do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Um, I actually, I know this came up because I ran in today just moments before we got it started. Um, and yeah, it also sometimes this is going to be a little bit conceited, but I'm going to own it. It sometimes makes me feel a little bit important. Like, oh, my time is so full that I am just barely making the deadline, but I'm here. You have my attention. Yes, and it's so fun, and, and it's almost like like a point of of pride or like or like a, a point or, or a feeling of accomplishment when you make it there, and it's like, yes, I made it because. I I, yes. I am the boss of my own destiny. Yes. <laughs> so I've started a segment on this show called What's the Tea on Facebook, where I literally just scroll through my personal Facebook and I find a five posts and I react to them. Would you like to join me? This sounds amazing. I'm game. It's a, it's a fun time. So the, the, the trouble I run into on my Facebook sometimes is that my friends are kind of crazy, so I can't always read the uh, posts. But let's see what we have here on What's the Tea with... Facebook. Okay, okay, okay. Kelly Young says, thank you everyone for the birthday wishes. It was a great day. Now, for those who don't know Kelly, Kelly Burke Young, Kelly Burke was here Kelly Burke Young uh, lived here a year or two ago. She moved uh, to Chicago, and she married Michael Young, who was a Coast Guard here in town. Both really great friends of mine. Congratulations to them. And they're expecting their first baby right now. We're very excited. Um, but speaking of those Facebook birthday wishes, do you, uh, I love birthdays. Yes. And I love my Facebook birthday uh <laughs> 
uh, barrage, like the, the, the hundreds and hundreds of, of people who just wish me happy birthday on Facebook. I look forward to it every year. I'll literally just throughout the day, like maybe every hour, just like go through and see who wished me happy birthday, who didn't wish me happy birthday. Okay. (laughs) And it just makes me feel so good. And then I have a, uh, I have a twin stepbrother. So I have a stepbrother who is the exact same age as me. Do you guys I, share a birthday? We share a birthday. I'm wow. only six hours older than oh he is. Goodness. Isn't that crazy? That's hilarious. So I always compare my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I compare my Facebook birthdays to his birthday. I always get the most. Peak brother there. <laughs> we are joined in the studio by Evan Porter. Hello, Evan. How, how are you doing? Great. How are you doing? Fantastic. We're just talking about Facebook birthdays. So like, okay, so I always compare my Facebook to my brother's Facebook. I'm like, yeah, I got the most Facebook uh, birthdays. How about that? Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Oh my goodness! Um, I'm the polar opposite. I have my Facebook. I have my birthday hidden from Facebook. Um, I, I won't get into the whole story, but I, I had a birthday where I felt very just disappointed, and I was like, I was, I was so, I had such a jaded reaction. I was like, I'm never having a birthday ever again. Um, I was in my early twenties, um, so I, you know, have my birthday hidden from Facebook and it, and it became this like joke of like nobody knows when JD's birthday is and she's not telling you <laughs> um, and then one year my girlfriend posted on Facebook happy birthday JD because I was yes, we were dating like, we she, gotcha. knew, she knew when my birthday was and then and then my boss ambushed me she's like I know now when your birthday is and I was like oh oh darn it got out there so um, I've definitely come around on it I, sh- I still need to go in and maybe unhide my birthday so I can get all those delightful birthday wishes yes take in the magic but that reminds me of a story i have a friend uh melody halawani now at the time she was melody roberts and i and she did not like her her birthday and i did and i love birthday so i did not take the fact that she did not like hers seriously and one year i wished her a happy birthday melody did not speak to me for (gasps) two weeks Oh, no. I thought that was so extreme. And now she loves her birthday, but I never wish her happy birthday. Do you just glare at her? No, I just completely ignore her that that day. I'm like, no, I'm not going to wish you happy birthday ever again, Melody Halawani. So, so I, yes, I support that. So, so that is that is the lesson there. Ex- always accept my birthday uh, wishes. Yeah. You know? You uh, so, so the next on What's the Tea with Facebook, we have Mick Maker. This is kind of interesting. So it goes, uh, and and mind you, I read these things live, so I don't actually know what they say in full until I've read them. So uh, this may be a long shot, but I promised my five-year-old I would try. And this is uh, posted on the Facebook the Facebook Community Cycle page. Uh, This may be a long shot, but I promised my five-year-old I would try. Looking for a boy named Captain. Okay. here, here is a shout out to 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 the parents of Captain. This may or may not be a uh, be a a stranger danger post. Yes. <laughs> My family and I were in town visiting the weekend of the Blueberry Festival. We took a trip one day to Houtling Elementary to play at the playground. We, we made a friend that day that my son has not stopped talking about. Aww. I've explained that we have sometimes friends that we don't always get to see again, but he insists. Even He even told me what his house looks like. Anyways, Ketch- it, anyways Ketchikan is a, is a relatively small place, and if you have a kiddo named Captain, there is a boy named Davey. 
in Washington State that would love to be his pen pal. I love that. That's so sweet. To the parents of to the parents of Captain Mick Maker posting on the Catch a Can Community Cycle would love to uh, to make pen pals with your son. Well, not Mick Maker himself, but his son Davy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't be a pen pal with. No, a don't be a pen pal with Mick Maker. Uh, well, I'm sure that they're very nice people but uh, so that reminds me of a story though uh, so every year my parents w- uh, uh, would take us to um, the amusement park either Cedar Point back home or Six Flags or something like that and every year there'd be a time where I'd go off on my own and I'd stand in line for a ride and if you've ever been to these uh, these amusement parks these uh, lo- these lines for the rides are sometimes an hour or 3 yes. long so you're standing in line and in, and if you're standing in line by yourself I would usually make a friend and in that one to two to three hours of standing in, in line, we'd become pretty good friends and we'd yeah. talk and then we'd uh, and we and then we'd ride our ride together and then we'd part ways. But, you know, and I, and I always love that, like that, that yes. sometimes friend, as Mick Maker put it. And I've always really enjoyed those moments. Have you ever had a Me sometimes too. friend? Yeah, um, I actually, hilariously, I want to quote Fight Club. I think he has a, (laughs) there's a quote, I think, when he's on the airplane and he says, he calls them single serving friends. And that's what I always think about. And I used to do that at like concerts. Um, like one year, I, it must have been like 2006. I was a teenager and we we drove from Albuquerque to Phoenix to see My Chemical Romance. And oh. we stood in line for like eight hours in the Phoenix sun, which I don't recommend. Ooh, sounds um, dangerous. It, yeah, I did not feel great the next day. <laughs> and um, But, you know, we just made these just awesome friendships with the other people who are all there to see MCR because we were all these like huge MCR fans and I don't remember any of their names but I know we had a great time standing in line together I love that you know sometimes friends are my favorite friends because it's like you you form these these sort of loose bonds but yes. I feel like you, you get to be real with your sometimes friends yeah. you can almost say anything because especially back in back in those days it's like you maybe you'd never even see this person again yes. this, was, this was before social media and and all that so it's like you, you would really never even see that person again so you just like talk about whatever just be whoever you want yeah. with your sometimes friends it's almost like a like a trip to to Vegas or something exactly. so the next post I have on what's the tea with Facebook now mind you I don't know what these posts say in full but I read them live on air and I react to them is from Chino Lozada. Chino Lozada is a friend of mine that I met through Danny Gladden, who is a counselor here and, uh, and the COO of Aquila. And um, and uh, he's a really cool person. And Chino was uh, has really good vibes. Um, so Chino says, "I've decided to quit smoking again, but I'm more serious about it this time. I've chosen a specific date. I made a list of all the all the ways quitting would improve my life and health." Next, the hardest part, getting rid of the temptation. I love this. So, I mean, maybe it's not smoking, but have you ever had a had a thing that you felt wasn't adding to your life that you decided that, you know, I want to stop this. I want to quit. And, and, and how did you overcome that? Oh, goodness. Um... I know recently I stopped... Um, I stopped my relationship with the devil's lettuce. Oh. 
It's, it's, ah. it's been about it's been about four months, and you know, it wasn't for any other reason than the fact that after the death of my grandmother, um, mm. it started to give me panic attacks. Oh no! It started to give me panic attacks, and I didn't immediately associate the panic attacks with that, mm-hmm. but. Over time, I realized, oh, this is this is triggering something for me. And and speaking to some people who have had that situation where they would partake, where they've been partaking for years, uh, and then suddenly something happens where it turns on them, and now it's creating an uncomfortable psychological um, effect. Yes. Um, it, it's usually related in some way to grief. So. Oh. So that's something that's that I've taken on recently where I didn't even think at the time it was affecting my life in any particular way. Mm-hmm. Um, but since but I uh, I have recently quit and, and now I definitely notice benefits of not partaking in that uh, clear memory, uh, uh, yeah. focus, uh, uh more energy, which I didn't really realize would happen. More motivation, and 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 that kind of stuff. So I would say that's something that uh, that I have um, noticed. Uh, something that I would partake in regularly that mm-hmm. I that I took away, and um, and that has kind of increased my my uh, my well being. Well, that's great. I'm uh, appreciate you sharing that. I had no idea that there could be that like connection to grief. Yeah, um, I didn't really expect that either. It's very strange. How about you? Oh, goodness. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but just on the, like, quitting smoking front, like, I've never smoked, but my, my parents smoked, and it just makes me think of my, my mom quit smoking. I think I was in the sixth grade, and um, she was like, I need to replace the habit with another habit, and so she took up crocheting, oh. um, and she's, she is, like, self-proclaimed, does not identify herself as a very crafty person, but, um, you know, she used to sit on the front porch and smoke, and then she started, she'd sit on the front porch, and she'd crochet, and she crocheted me this just, like, beautiful purple scarf that I I still have um and I think that that was part of like what what helped her quit was to to sit there and to pick up something something else and more productive yeah you know what speaking of crochet when I was young my mother was really really into crochet yeah she would just crochet for hours and hours and hours and days and days and days and she'd make all these things and I don't know if she does it anymore mom I want you to start crocheting (laughs) again and I want a scarf (laughs) so I'm going to read one more post on uh, on what's the tea with Facebook and then we're gonna wrap it up um, so um uh, my friend Reese Raj, or or Maurice Whitset, um, as I know him, he goes, "Happy birthday, gorgeous Lori Love." There's so many birthdays today. I love it. So much birthday magic. All that good Sagittarius I, I, energy. I hope all of these December birthdays that they get birthday presents in addition to their Christmas presents. Don't be giving them one gift and being like, "It's your birthday Christmas present." No, you have to celebrate. You, you them have separately. to get them both. You know what? My sister's birthday is January seventh, so she would. All, and, oh, so is my dad's. Really? Yes. Yeah. It's, I know a few people with that birthday. It's a good birthday. So she is, is spoiled, though. So my dad spoils her <laughs> greatly. He, she's my, my dad's only daughter uh, out of four boys so uh so she would get the most gifts she get oh. she get the best and most extravagant christmas gifts and then a great extravagant birthday gifts i'm like you spoiled See, brat the, the struggle for me is that january is now on a whole new calendar so like every year like we celebrate christmas we celebrate the new year and then i open up my calendar and i go oh no my dad's birthday's in a week <laughs> because it's like you're not even thinking about the new year so i have to i have to like really intentionally you know be like don't forget his birthday is the first week of january 
Yes, but but to to but to, uh, to comment on Reese's post, happy birthday, gorgeous Lori Love. Lori Love is a phenomenal singer, songwriter, artist back back home in Detroit, Michigan. If you have time to look her up, that's Lori Love, L-A-U-R-I-E, love, as in love. And, and she is phenomenal. So please check out her stuff and happy birthday to you, Lori. So we're going to wrap it up uh, with uh, UJD and then we're going to have Evan Porter do some live original music here on Queer Talk Wednesday. I'm really, really excited. So we like to wrap this show up with live music because we usually, sometimes we talk yeah. about pretty heavy things and, and it gets kind of deep. And then Evan brings in some levity and he's so much fun, so talented. I want to talk a little bit though about the icicles in the tunnel. I was just on my way in uh, today to the uh, to the show, and the icicles in the in the tunnel, which I I actually love. You know, the there are those cracks in the tunnel where the the water seeps through, and they form these huge icicles, which I think are beautiful, but they are dangerous. Just on <laughs> just on my way in, one of them fell, and oh, I no. thought, oh my goodness, if this icicle falls on someone, it's going to kill them. So be careful in the world-famous tunnel. Did you know that tunnel is world-famous? I had no idea. It's in the Guinness Book of Records. It's, it's apparently one of only two tunnels now in the world that you can uh, travel through, around, over, and something else. The, uh, the only other one is in a town in Japan that looks strangely exactly like Ketchikan. Wow. Yeah. So shout out to our Guinness Book Tunnel, and but watch out for the icicles therein. Good advice. Uh, we'll be right back with the first CD Forum. Don't go anywhere. We have some live tunes by the one and only Evan Porter. First City Forum continues on KTKN. That was Wait by Maroon 5. I'm a big Maroon 5 fan. Adam Levine has one of my favorite voices. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and he creates constant and consistent hits. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love him or hate him, he creates hits. He's a hit maker. So we're in the studio right now with my friend, the phenomenal Evan Porter. And Evan is going to do some live music and some original songs for us. And I'm not going to say too much. Evan, take it away. Thank you, Joe. This is uh, a weird rendition of Norwegian Wood by the Beatles. Thank you. 
Told me she worked in the morning and started to laugh Told her I didn't then crawled up to sleep in the bath And when I awoke I was alone This bird had flown So I lit a fire Isn't it good, Norwegian wood? Evan Porter, ladies and gentlemen. That was so fabulous. So, um... So you have a few things coming up uh, at the uh, during this holiday season. You'll be playing at the Asylum on New Year. Yep, that is the um, shout out to Jessica Johnson. She, shout out to Jessica Johnson at the Asylum. At the Asylum, yep, should be having a big uh, New Year's party. Um, cheap beer, good music, better friends. And you might be uh, dropping in on the K Funk set at the Cabaret uh, coming up next Thursday. So we'll be doing we'll be doing a little show Is at the Creek Street Cabaret on uh, Thursday the twenty third. That's going to be a lot December of fun. December twenty third. A little Christmas uh, a banger. So don't miss that. And um, we're going to have Evan do one more song. We're going to close out the show. Thank you guys for for tuning in.
kind You could have done better But I don't mind You kinda just wasted my precious time But don't think twice, it's alright and gentlemen thank you joe i want to thank you guys for tuning in to the first city forum brought to you by providence properties in southeast alaska orthopedics i've got one more item to talk about mm. so the radio here we do this uh this uh this promotion every year called Christmas Cash, where there's a big box of shredded cash at a certain business, and you go to that business, you guess how much money is in that box of cash, and you win the cash, unshredded, of course. Uh, so uh, drop by Tongish Trading today, and uh, and uh, and guess how much money is in that Christmas Cash box, and you could be the winner. We just had a uh, a promotion, the passport to Puerto Vallarta, where Aaron Rupert won. A trip for two, a four-day trip for two to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. So she'll be uh, having a really great holiday this year, <laughs> and uh, and maybe you guys will uh, will win some cash. I want to thank you guys for tuning into the first City Forum brought to, brought to by Providence Properties in Southeast Alaska Orthopedics. I want to thank my guests Evan Porter and JD Martin, and you guys go. Thank out, you, Joe. Thank you, and go out and enjoy this beautiful sunny Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Bye bye.